0: Hi friends, this is Compassion Podcast. On the 21st of May, we will have a short online program called Night of Compassion. And we want to invite you to that program. The program will begin at 8 p.m. Beijing time. You can keep the date and you can invite your friends. Remember that God is your father. See you at the Night of Compassion. This podcast is brought to you by Friends of Compassion Podcast.
1: Do you feel as though you're never good enough, can never do enough, and be obedient enough for God to love and accept you? Do you feel you are always living under this perpetual condemnation? Is that how you feel? Or maybe you can't relate to God as a loving father because you've never experienced the love of your earthly father, or because your own father has hurt you terribly different. I pray that as we study the word of God together, you will supernaturally experience the intimate love of your heavenly father in a deep and personal way as never before. I pray that this experience will heal, this experience will renew, this experience will restore, this experience will transform you in a spectacular way because God's love for you is nothing less than spectacular. I want us to open our Bibles to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Let's look at the 16th verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's take it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him in his son in his begotten son should not perish but have everlasting life we can see the magnitude of God's love for the world And uh, this world it does not it does not talk about the world of good people it talks about the world of sinners in fact all of us were sinners when Jesus came So, for God so loved the world of people who were sinful and that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Under the new covenant of His amazing grace, under the new covenant, God, your Father in heaven, isn't looking to judge you for your failings, because He has already judged your every failing, mistake, and sin in the body of His own Son. Jesus Christ. And the new covenant is nothing but grace. Covenant of love. Covenant of mercy. The name that Jesus came to reveal in the new covenant is this. Father. Yes, Father. Today God wants to reach out to you as a caring and loving father. Do you know the extent of his heart of love toward you? Please, do you know that? Did you know that it was his idea to send Jesus to be punished at the cross for you? God was behind it. Let's open our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. Now all these things are from God. All these things. When we look at the previous verse, it talks about, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, He is a new creature, or he is a new creation. That means that person is a brand new man. He never existed. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. All have become new. He said, behold, all have become new. And then, verse 18, he talks about, Now all these things are from God. See that in the Bible? Yeah. Now all these things are from God. Who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. All these things are from God. And then God reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and then he gave us the ministry of reconciliation, telling other people, come home to the Father's love. God is not angry at you the way you are thinking he is. He has made the way, and the way is his son, Jesus Christ, come home. And that is simply the ministry of reconciliation. Let's read some passages in the Bible and personalize it so that you can see God's heart for you. Yeah. Let's go back to John chapter 3, verse 16. This is my wrong. We're going to read it from 16 to verse 17. Is that okay? Okay. For God so loved you. Let us try and personalize it. For God so loved you that he gave his only begotten son, that you who believe in him, Should not perish but have everlasting life. (laughs) Isn't this wonderful? Yes, it is in the Bible. Good. The next verse, verse 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn you, but that through him Jesus Christ, you might be saved. Let's open again to First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. And this is what the apostle said. Let us read it. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Know beyond the shadow of doubt today that God, your father, loves you and sent his own son to save you. Yes. He did this. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Colossians 1, verse 12. Giving thanks to the Father. Out of what God has done for us, we can do nothing but to thank Him. Thanksgiving is a response to the Father's love, in His grace and His mercy toward us. Giving thanks to the Father. Uh-huh, what has He done? Who has qualified us, who has qualified sinful man who has qualified the undeserving? Who has qualified wicked men, wicked people? Who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saint in the light? Who is behind it? God, the Father. Giving thanks to who? The Father. Who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saint in the light? The next verse, verse 13 or 13, one three. the next verse. For he rescued us, for he delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. This part is beautiful. For he delivered us, we can also say for he rescued us from the power of darkness, from the dominion of darkness, from the authority of darkness, from the jurisdiction of darkness. From the force of darkness. And from the strength of darkness. He has delivered us from the strength of darkness. And translated us. And transferred us into the kingdom of the Son, his Son. With love. Or into the kingdom of his beloved Son. That's what we just read. We read previously. That therefore, if any man is in Christ. So God has transferred us from the power of darkness. From the force of darkness. Into the kingdom of his Son. called Christ. And that is where we are. Now, anyone who is born again. The next verse, verse 14. In whom, in Christ, in whom we have redemption. Wow. In Christ, in whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. I want you to understand that we are magnifying the work of Jesus at the cross. When we talk about the Father and His love for you, that's what we are doing right now. We are magnifying what Jesus Christ did on the cross in His death and in His resurrection. We magnify the work of Jesus Christ at the cross when we talk about the Father and His love for you. The truth is this. Jesus came to reveal the love of the Father to you and for you, also to me and for me. God so loved you that He sent His one and only begotten Son to pay the heavy price at the cross to cleanse you of all of your sins. Yes, all of your sins. All of it. Let's open the Bibles to Colossians chapter 2. Let's look at verse 13. This Yes, where we read earlier, this was Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, verse 13, verse 14. Let's go to chapter 2, verse 13, 1-3. And I'm reading. When you were dead, In your transgressions. And the uncircumcision of your flesh. He made you alive. Who? God. God is behind it. Why? All these things are from God. Please don't forget this. All these things are from God. He made you alive together with Christ. (laughs) Yeah. He made us alive together with Christ. Then the next line. Having forgiven us all our transgressions, all, all of it. I want to stress that it is God who sent his son to suffer in your place and in my place. He made him to carry my sins and your sins, to bear the condemnation for all of our sins on our behalf on the cross. We'll be right back.
0: Hi friends, this is Compassion Podcast. On the 21st of May, we will have a short online program called Night of Compassion. We want to invite you to that program. The program will begin at 8pm Beijing time. You can keep the date and you can invite your friends. Remember that God is your father. See you at the Night of Compassion.
1: When you read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, and I quote, God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So that we might become the righteousness of God in him. But mind you, the payment was this. God made his son, his holy son, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin on my behalf, so that... I might become, so that you might become the righteousness of God in him. On the cross, God the Son laid aside his crown of glory. God the Son, he laid aside his royal majesty and came down for us, stepping into a human body as a baby. He came down to where we were for the sole purpose of dying on the cross for our sins so that he could bring us up to what God the Father has for us at his right hand. God exhausted all his holy anger on Jesus and judged him for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ totally satisfied the claims of justice. He totally satisfied the heart of God. Against all lawlessness, and Jesus Christ totally met every need of man. Today, today, God is in a good mood. Today, God is in a good mood. Yes, he is in a good mood and will never be angry with the one who makes Jesus Christ to be his Lord. Why? Because Jesus Christ has totally satisfied the claims of justice. And Jesus Christ has totally satisfied the heart of God. So God is totally satisfied with what Jesus Christ did on the cross. For mankind. So today, God says, "Because of what my son has done, it's like the waters of Noah to me." This is God talking. It's like the waters of Noah to me, For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, So have I sworn that I would never be angry with you nor rebuke you. This is Isaiah chapter 54 verse 9. God says, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you. Jesus came down to crown us with glory and honor, to clothe us with the robes of righteousness and make us His bride, sharing everything that He has with us. I repeat, sharing everything that He has with us. Let me repeat what I just said. Jesus came down to crown us with glory and honor, that is one, to clothe us with the robes of righteousness and make us his bride, sharing everything, sharing everything that he has with us. This is the grace of God. This is the love of God. This is the mercy of God. So somebody might ask, do you mean that all that Jesus has? Yes. Emphatically, yes. Listen. This is what the Apostle said, Apostle Paul. This is what he said in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. This is what he said. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh-huh, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Isn't this beautiful? Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every, with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places where? In Christ. And that's where we are. The blessings are in Christ and that is where we are. We are in Christ. The blessings are in Christ and that is where we dwell. In Him we live, move, and have our being. Every type of blessing Jesus possesses, every kind of blessing Jesus possesses, every type, every kind, every blessing Jesus possesses, God gives that blessing to anyone who believes in what Jesus did on the cross and anyone who confesses Jesus to be his Lord every type of blessing, every kind of blessing that Jesus has. His very life, Jesus' life, His very life, which is superior to the natural life, He gives to us. His own spirit, He gives to us. His authority over the forces of darkness and over the forces of nature, He gives to us. He said in Luke chapter 10, I believe verse 19, He said, Behold, I give to you power, or I give to you authority, to tread upon serpents serpent and upon scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Yes, he has given us his authority. He said, whatever you ask in my name that I would do, whatever you ask in my name, he has given it to us. And then his wisdom, Christ's wisdom, his wisdom to live in this crooked generation He has given it to us. And he himself is made unto us wisdom. His health. His health. That can withstand every kind of sickness, every kind of virus. He has given it to us. His prosperity. His blessing. His prosperity. His provision. In the time of inflation and famine. He has given it to us. He has given us all spiritual blessings. His marital blessing. Family blessing. And this is a beautiful one. His relationship, He has given us His relationship with God the Father. We have stepped into the same relationship that Jesus had with the Father. Father and Son, today we are called sons because Jesus Christ, who was the Son of God, became the Son of Man. So that we, sons of men, will become sons of God today. He has given it to us. All blessings. That's what the apostle said. Blessed be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Isn't this wonderful? And the apostle Peter said something in these lines. And this is what he said. He said, according second Peter chapter one, verse three, the apostle Peter said, according as his divine power has given unto us, All things that pertain to life and unto godliness. All things he has given unto us. He has given to us all things that pertain to life and unto godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. I'm telling you, there is nothing better than this in this world. Wow. According to his divine power, has given to us, has given to me, all things that pertain to life and unto godliness. None of us deserve these blessings. None of us. Why? Because all we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But God laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. None of us deserve these blessings. But he sent His on Jesus Christ to die in a place for sinful man, for you and for me. I want to ask you, Something. Do you know that God loves you dearly? Do you know that? Jesus is God's darling son. The apple of God's eye. Now, if God didn't withhold his precious son, Jesus Christ, and sacrificed him for you, how much do you think he loves you? It's like, What is said in Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He who did not spare his own son, the here is God, who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? How shall he not with him also graciously give us all things? Freely give us all things. Graciously give us all things. see? None of us deserve this. It is free. It is by grace. You can't understand the magnitude of God's love for you until you know how much the Father loves the Son. Because because God the Father gave up Jesus to ransom you. If he did not spare his own son, but delivered him up, for you, how shall he not with him also freely give you all things? Well, all these truths are not natural and they are found in the Bible. This goes against the natural knowledge. It goes against what we know in the natural. But the thing is this, the word of God shapes and renews our thinking. The Word of God gives us the thinking of heaven. The Word of God makes us know the thoughts of God. And so, sometimes, if we neglect it, if we neglect the Word of God, and get more busy with other things, I'm sorry to say this, that we might end up having the thinking of a natural person, and sometimes forget what God has made us. We can easily forget these truths and begin to live like orphans I'm sorry to say this we can easily forget these truths and begin to live like orphans living independently trying to survive and provide for ourselves and fend for ourselves meanwhile God has made us his sons and joined us with Jesus Christ this is love and, and it's all found in the Word of God so it's good for us to read the Bible it's good for us to listen to messages like this over and over again so we can experience the heart and the love of God for us. Why? Because faith works by love. For our faith in God to work properly, it starts like this. That if God loves us, then our faith in him will work. That means if he loves us, I can go to him. Or if he loves me, I can go to him and ask him. And I know because he loves me, he'll give it to me. And that's prayer. Jesus said, when you stand praying, believe that you have received See, see. it works. Why? Because I know he loves me. In time, in the time of inflation or famine, I know he loves me. And because he loves me, my Father in heaven, he supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And then he himself, the Father himself, offered up his son, Jesus Christ. He offered him to be poor on the cross. He offered him to be poor on my behalf so that I, through him, through his poverty, might be made rich. That is love. In a time where people are dying because of sicknesses, because of viruses, we know he loves us, and we know he had already done something for us. Why? Because he has given us a son. And listen to what he said. We've quoted it many times in this short message. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that anyone who believes in him should not perish. While others are perishing, out of his love, he gave us a Son, so that we might not, so that we shall not perish, but have everlasting life, but have eternal life. And eternal life is the very life and nature of God. Eternal life is the substance and the essence of God. And then anyone who believes in his Son, Jesus Christ, shall not perish but have the life and the nature of God, which is imperishable. I hope you're beginning to experience and see for yourself just how loved you are by the Father and how precious you are to Him. Don't be afraid of Him. See the heart of your Father's love revealed through Calvary's cross. See that. He gave up His Son, Jesus Christ, to get you this is all that I want to say that God loves you anyone who is listening and you want to experience the love of God you want to make Jesus to be the Lord of your life you want to make God to be your father pray this simple prayer after me say dear God I thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ to come die for me I believe in my heart that you God you raised Jesus from the dead I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life from today I thank you for giving me your life your eternal life and I ask you for your Holy Spirit to come live and dwell in me I ask by faith in the name of Jesus Christ thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of eternal life and thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray this simple prayer, I want to say congratulations to you. You're welcome to God's beautiful family. And keep listening to messages like this. God bless you. I want to pray a prayer for you right now. Now, be the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep make you complete in every good work make you perfect in every way to do his will working in you what is well pleasing in His sight and no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the mighty name of jesus christ amen
0: thank you for downloading this podcast if you were helped in any way by this episode please give us your review and subscribe receive latest messages like these if you want to contact us on a personal level please send us an email to the email address in the description below we would love to hear from you keep on hearing and keep on growing and remember that God is your father stay tuned for the next episode